everybody, welcome to episode 36 of the Voice in the Basement podcast, coming to you from the subterranean wonderworld in the middle of Hampshire. We are here, your premier podcast from Petersfield, worm our way into your lives, into your hearts, and into any other office you will offer us. With me today, I have my two glorious co-hosts, sat apart because there's been some sort of sporting rivalry this weekend. I have firstly, and most importantly, the one and only Mr. Swan. Good evening, Mr. Parton, how are you? I'm very well, very well indeed, on top of the world. Yeah, you've had a weekend of sport this weekend that yeah, you and Mr. A- North have been at war about for yeah, like 48 hours. Straight. A fantastic weekend. Very, very good. Do you want to elaborate? Well, it's everything Wales. Wales have been fantastic this weekend. Rugby, football, just existing. It's been fantastic. And for every bit of yin, you have a bit of yang. And we have a man who proudly arrived this evening and declared, I hate everything Welsh. <laughs> it is the one, the only, Mr. Noor. Uh, good evening, Liam. Uh, hello, Michael. Good evening, Thomas. <laughs> oh, it's like that, is it? Yes, it is. Because, like, Mr. Swan pretends to, like today that he is Welsh. Well, all, like the rest of his life, he speaks an English accent. He lives in England. His mum, who is Welsh, speaks in an English accent. But surely that means that I am Welsh if my no, mum's Welsh. No, but she speaks an English accent. Sorry, Jan, but you. Don't. Oh, she really won't be happy with that. <laughs> She's made you Welsh cakes. I know. And you've insulted her within and, no, her one Welsh minute forty-five seconds. This would be worse. This would be more anti-Welsh if those Welsh cakes weren't so nice. They are fantastic. But Wales beat England rugby, and I had to sit next to Mr. Swan in his cheap Welsh sweatshop. I had to sit in your cheap front room. (laughs) (laughs) Cheap version of a Welsh shirt. And then Cardiff just ran Liverpool really close. And and I basically aged two years in an hour. (laughs) Doesn't he look it? Yeah, while Liverpool struggled to beat a Welsh side, who are playing in an English league, so they shouldn't even be there. (laughs) Anything else controversial you want to say? No, the Welsh cakes are fantastic. Thank you, Jan. Good, and I'd just like to say that when Wales does solve the drought problem in England... (laughs) There'll be no water coming to Mr. North's house. We're not buying it off you. Everyone, everyone else can have as much as they like. But I can afford my own water. <laughs> anyway, just in case you aren't sure, this is Boys in the Basement, the premier podcast from Petersfield, www.boysinthebasementpodcast.com. As I alluded to in my intro some time ago, uh, Mr. Swan and Mr. North are bickering over sporting events this weekend. Uh, myself, I have absolutely no interest in sport, or at least I didn't until about 20 minutes ago when Cardiff started to beat <laughs> Liverpool, at which point I started texting Mr. North about the quality of the Welsh side <laughs> uh, of course Mr North replied with words I cannot repeat because I believe we have children listeners and Mr North is unaware of the impact his rudeness racism and swearing has on children of the world so if you have a children don't let your children anywhere near this idiot man child because he will corrupt them is that a fair point? yeah I'll, is the hatchet buried? don't let children anywhere near me and God, have you been well, drinking Mr North? yeah quite a lot <laughs> Right, and it's uh, what's the time now? It's uh, uh, seven, seven o'clock. Yeah, Mr. North has his lunch at about uh, nine in the morning. Uh, so <laughs> liquid he's lunch. Well and truly gone. This is going to be a great show. We've got some excellent things lined up for you today, or have we? No, <laughs> no, we got nothing lined up. We have absolutely nothing prepared whatsoever. Because we asked Mr. North, like Mr. North, can you please prepare some content? No, for the you show? didn't. Because everyone else is very busy. Obviously, Mr. Swan has been um, working. You've been well, you're giving motivational speeches to the Welsh uh, rugby and football absolutely, team this yeah. weekend, uh, doing the boys in the basement community work you do. So he's been out there talking to them. I've been uh, cycling. I've been. Uh, I had a mountain biking <laughs> competition this weekend, which I've been competing in very strongly. So he said, right, Mr. North, you've got nothing to do this weekend. You've got you know no friends, no social life, no nothing. You're not even having to go to work at the moment. Like, can you please? Prepare some content for the show. Uh, so yeah, we, me and Mr. Swan turned up at his house and he wasn't even here. Would you like to talk about that? Well, everything you just said was complete rubbish. So if anyone's been cycling, it's me. 
If anyone's been yeah, working, on, you haven't it's been, been cycling, swan. have you? Yeah, I went cycling midweek. Oh, so that's not this weekend, though, is it? <laughs> no, no, it was quite a while ago. But I've been, I've, this, <laughs> once he went cycling, <laughs> even week, I can claim that. This weekend, I've been arranging cycling. Does that count? As arranging cycling. Yeah. And we went for a good walk. It's yesterday. not like flowers. <laughs> we went, I miss, a miss, bouquet of bicycles for your wife. Mr. Swan and I went for a very long walk yesterday. We went for a lovely walk Which yesterday. was good, yeah. Pub so lunch, we, yeah. Pub lunch, nice long walk, and then the rugby in the afternoon, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Um, and then, yeah, so actually you're, you're the only one who's done no exercise, no planning. You haven't even released the last episode. Ah, but that is this. what he's been doing this weekend, though, isn't it, Mr. Parton? Yeah, because, you know, the shows are getting harder and harder to edit, Mr. North, because more and more of your racism and swearing has to be cut out. That alone takes me a fortnight. Listen, there is no racism cut out. I am not a racist person. <laughs> I'm getting sort of a strange tingly feeling, a sort of hark back to Bill Clinton and uh, Monica Lewinsky. I did here. not have sexual relations with that woman. He did not have he's sexual relations, had sexual with, relations with, with any woman. <laughs> I, he's not snuggled up Good with afternoon, a... Miss Rick. <laughs> he's not snuggled up with Osama or Hitler or Gaddafi. No, he's not had sexual relations with any of them. How we look forward to getting a black dress out his drawer next week, which will disprove all of those theories. There's more evil chromosomes on his clothes than there is anywhere else in the world. Just because they got Liverpool. Shirt. On. Yeah. yeah. What colour is your Liverpool shirt? It's white one. It's an black when he brought yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I love my Welsh cake, by the way. <laughs> and we've come for something. Yeah, what a show it is. Uh, like you say, if you're liking this and you want to hear a whole lot more, stop listening now and go back and listen to some other episodes. We had good content, excellent <laughs> music, and some intellectual chit chat. But actually, no, don't because we've got some proper good music coming up for you now. Uh, all right, done. Just start to take a trip down memory lane. So we've been playing a lot of amazing new music lately. We've had a number of artists come in the basement lately. We had Forest Floors on the last show. Thank you very much to those guys. Came all the way from Portsmouth. We've had Letters to Daisy in the basement, The Wide Eyes, and in the next few weeks, we've got Martha's Man coming on. We've got Patrick Craig coming on. We've got uh, James Batchelor coming on. And uh, it's well, more and more and more. So what I'd like to do is actually not forget the people that have been with us from the beginning. So this show is going to be a little bit of a, of a rose-tinted look back down memory lane. Oh. Well, Aww. thank you. That is exactly the sound effect <laughs> I needed. Thank you for providing. So what we're going to do is start off with a little band called Mayflies. And they're also possibly going to be coming on the show soon. I just need to send an email to them. So as soon as I send that email, they'll be here. We'll see you in about two years' time then. Yeah. <laughs> see you on Christmas special, 2014. <laughs> lovely, lovely people from up in London, and, and I couldn't speak highly enough of them. So what we're going to do is play one of their songs, which is one of my personal favourites, called Be Someone Else. Be someone else, or be somewhere else, for seven days, for seven days. Be someone else, be somewhere else, for seven days, for seven days. A chilly valley in Brooklyn Park, that may be rude, I don't know, spell. I want to see a superstar, when Jimmy passes by, and look to my guitar. Painting on New York Street, graffiti souvenir for my routine. Career plays, don't hesitate, my heart is blown away. Stop it, said every
that was the Mayflies and Be Someone Else. And if you'd like to find the Mayflies, they're on Twitter and Facebook. Just search under Mayflies. <laughs> that was Mr. North doing his first outro in over a year, I would say now. Yeah, it, it doesn't it show. Yeah, so we're very sorry, Mayflies, that you were the guinea pigs there. They are a fantastic band. And that song, Be Someone Else, recently they've animated a really, really good video to that song. It's well worth checking out on their Facebook fan page, which is facebook.com slash Mayflies. That's what I just said. Yeah, but you, you said it in said... a way that people would not be interested in, <laughs> yeah. would not listen to, and would probably actually be physically sick. Standard. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on, yes, what a show we got. We promised you we were going to have a little talk to Mr. North, and we are going to have a little talk to Mr. North, because this is what this is, it's a talk show, it's radio, it's the only medium we've really got on which to communicate, which is good, because if you looked at us, you wouldn't really want to stay hanging around. Mr. North, well, what we want to really ask about is how his Valentine's Day went, because he's always dressed himself up as a modern-day Cupid slash romantic. What did you go up to on Valentine's Day, Mr. North? Um, my girlfriend cooked me dinner, and before that, I um, gave Mr. Swan a lift... Uh, I put, I towed his car about five miles to a garage because it broken down. <laughs> that was the most romantic thing I did. Basically, what you're saying is we spent Valentine's evening together. Yeah, it was a year. It was a day of giving. <laughs> <laughs> what neither of you received? <laughs> yeah, no. Well, it was yeah, but we... <laughs> no, but yeah. Stop but no, but talking no, but now. Yeah, but, um, I yeah, I gave his car a tow, which was quite hard actually. That was a that was a weird thing to do. Because it was quite busy, wasn't it? It was about six o'clock at night. And what we were went... you towing it with? Your car or just you I, personally? No, no, I... <laughs> just you up with yeah, a bit of rope. Yeah, I am. World's a... strongest man, Mister North. I am very strong and built and massive, but I didn't manage to achieve that. <laughs> but no, we um, might need to take his car to a garage after the clutch went, and I towed his car with a tow rope which uh, Mike's dad had got, and it was actually other types harder. of rope are available. It was hard. It was it was quite a hair raising five miles, oh, I'd say. Was it just? <laughs> Especially when uh, we. I should just say this. We, we we had to go over quite a large hill with Mr. North towing me, and his car was struggling, but we've just about made it to the top of this hill. We start to go down the other side, and I'm thinking, good, we've got momentum here. We can we can get some distance under our belts here. And he just stops in the <laughs> middle of the road and gets out of the car and comes and says, um, um, right, find your... Because my phone, which had been on hands-free, had fallen off and somewhere into the passenger footwell. But I thought, it's all right, it's fine. I know where we're going. He knows where we're going. No, I didn't he know where we're going. He right on the hill. Well, and he's just you like, guys were attached by rope. It wasn't like you could go yeah. to different places. What <laughs> are you going to one of you lost? I, I, just, I didn't know where we were going. Yeah, but, then, so. but we stopped on the side, on this side of this hill on a slope and then we, I, we rummaged around in the car to find there's like cars going past us having to overtake there's wild animals all over the place it was in the <gasps> middle of nowhere yeah this was during your long leaps of safari yeah, yeah. It, yeah. yeah it's a lion enclosure <laughs> and eventually but yes eventually we did make it in one piece just about didn't we we did and at the same time I was getting texts from Alice saying your dinner's really nearly ready and I was like I was like torn loyalties you see helping my best friend or getting back from my girlfriend's Valentine's dinner was this because during the last show, episode 35, if you haven't had a listen yet, please go and do it. It's on our website. All the old episodes are there, www.boysinthebasementpodcast.com. Was it because you two took part in the Mr. and Mrs. Challenge, which effectively oh. you were both Mrs. and Mrs., and you lost? Oh, that was shocking. Oh, we did lose, yeah. Absolutely shameful. The only question we got right is where do we meet? Yeah, and that's what and that you was, should get, That was really. quite easy. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I put that in there as I hope that you would get a point. <laughs> that's right. Cha- we don't need charity. Yeah, but Mike also... <laughs> well, you he- did because you lost. Yeah. <laughs> Mike also queried the fact that I said my favourite food was paella, and he said you've never said that before. And then he listened back to like episode two, episode three, episode three where, we did it, where we did a quiz, uh, and yeah. I said in episode three, which was over a year and a half ago, that my favourite food was paella. So that basically that justified the fact oh, that... 
but that's it. I would also like to add that when I came up into the green room from recording that show, I, I quizzed Mr. Norse's actual real-life girlfriend, real life, Miss Rig, yeah. on this, and she didn't have a clue either, so I don't think... No, I... but she doesn't like half the ingredients in paella, so I don't eat them with her. She's allergic to shellfish. I have never eaten paella with you. No, because we don't live in Spain. <laughs> right, this is getting out of hand. Right, what I will just say as a disclaimer is whatever you do, do go back and listen to the last show with the Mr. and Mrs. Quiz. It was brilliant. Whatever you do, don't go and listen to episode two because those were dark, difficult days where we were finding our way. And Actually, this is the thing. Like, Mike oh, here we I, go. Mike and I quite regularly go back and listen to old episodes. I wish we? you'd stop. Yeah, but you don't like it, Liam, as if you're like sort of ashamed of your Do you past. not think they're terrible? No. Yeah, they are terrible, but in a lovely way. In a lovely, endearing... <laughs> I, think they're not te- I don't think they're terrible. I think they sound amateur, but some of the content is still good. <laughs> yeah, well, this is... Very totally similar to this at the moment, actually. <laughs> no, 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 this, this is pro. We've got energy, we've got This is pro power. with no content. Yeah. This is good content, because we got to talk about my birthday I had as well. Yes, how Last was your birthday? My birthday was a splendid day. I went to work, and I worked. Good. And that was nice, but then a couple of days later, my good friend Lady Battersea... She took me to a very special and exciting place. A place where I felt at home. A place where I felt I connected. A place that my time spent with Mr. North has very much prepared me for going. You went to Monkey World, Can we talk about this? You went to Monkey World. I went to Monkey World. (laughs) I did pass on my regards to uh, your relatives up there. And uh, it was a splendid day because I've lately got properly fascinated by monkeys. I think they are fascinating. What about them in particular? What about them? It's the fact that they're human. They're human in in different clothes. That's what I think. Because when I sat there, I sat by the aping clothes with like... A couple of hours just literally watching them, and one came up to me and started picking its nose and giving me its bogeys, which I thought was a sign of friendship. Yeah. And one of them looked me direct in the eye and just started like touching its eye. I didn't know what it meant, but it was exciting. And I thought he knows. And another one kept rubbing its heart and like doing a love thing at really? me. Really, it was a beautiful little thing. Because the message of Monkey World is don't keep monkeys as pets. But since that day, I've now been obsessing about having a monkey as a pet. Yeah, I saw your Could video. Not- I saw your video of one riding a bike. How good ni- is that? In the 1920s, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> In the 1920s, it was going to be good today. Imagine if we had... Did we not have a monkey living down here? Well... We do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he owns the property. (laughs) The best thing about that video was watching other people's reaction where they were on their bike and another and a monkey rides up next to them. I know that feeling. I've been cycling (laughs) with Mr. Norm. (laughs) So what I'm saying is if anyone out there wants to get me a monkey as a pet, I will properly look after it. Mr. North has got a basement we could convert, we could put some tire swings down here. We're ready for it. And I think it would be a nice thing for us to do because after I'd been to Monkey World, I came home, I was so into monkeys. On the way home, I went to Asda and brought Rise of the Planet of the Apes because I had to just see how that was going to pan out. So now I thought, I'm going to... Did you actually buy that on your way home? Yeah, I got it on Blu-ray and I watched it in bed. So once I'd watched Planet of the Monkeys and been to Monkey Planet World, it was amazing. I probably was convinced that monkey... And guess what I dreamt about that night? Monkeys. No, turkeys. (laughs) (laughs) No, I did dream about monkeys because I brought a cuddly monkey. Oh, should we talk about what a nice romantic gent I was on Valentine's Day? The sort of presents I brought for... My beloved. No, see, I don't like this. Yeah, no, I think we that? should, actually. Yeah, go on. Well, why don't you take the story, Mr. Swan, as, a, as an input? Well, I Mr. don't really know. <laughs> oh, Mr. North is a bit angry because he thinks that I've... Uh, well, well, basically, basically you, uh, Liam, Liam like, uh, has this lifestyle where he totally like excludes his girlfriend from anything romantic for about six months and then decides, then decides that he's going to splash out on lovely roses, lovely presents. And my girlfriend then says... Tom, why don't why aren't you like Liam? Why don't you buy really nice stuff? Well, I'm nice to her all the time, 
and you basically splash out like once every six months. Can I just stop and get you there, all the Mr. credit? When Mr. North says he's always nice to her, what sort of sound bites have you picked up over the last sort of few days, Mr. Swan? That you'd say would maybe prove that's not to be the case. Not in the last few days. Oh, they must have. Uh, well, you're thinking of something specific, aren't you? That I can't remember. Well, I can think of many where, when she was <laughs> ill. Yeah, he's not very compassionate. Lack of sympathy. She, she uh, yeah. stayed here for a week because uh, she's a, she's a teacher. She's very hardworking, very diligent. And uh, teachers, you know, have a very tough job. And she got a week off. She came to spend it with Mr. North. God knows why. Busman's uh, holiday. Yeah. <laughs> and she wasn't well. And, you know, we came around here. We looked after her. You what? Know, we we you fed, and, after we her. fed and watered her. And, and Mr. North was, to be frank, brutal with very her. Very rude thought. about, I think it was the comments about very wearing rude. makeup, if I remember oh, rightly. That, yeah, that was absolutely shocking. Absolutely shocking. Basically, we were actually when we recorded in the last show, episode thirty-five. All the girls were sat up in the green room watching the Only Way Is Essex. Other reality television shows are available. They were commenting that all the women in it look absolutely fake and are plastered in makeup. To which Mr. North's sister said, "Yeah, I know some people who don't who won't leave their bedroom until they've covered their face in makeup so no one can see them." And and Mr. North turned to his girlfriend. He said, "Yes, it might be nice if some people made an effort." Though. <laughs> And, and the look on her face was unmistakable, Mr. North. And now he has some sort of problem because I'm portraying myself as like God's gift to Cupid's finest day. I've forgotten about it. Just that. because I got a Tiffany's ring for my girlfriend and you decided to get her nothing. Unfortunately, now, between the time that this show's recorded and when it comes out, I now need to treat Alice like a goddess. <laughs> so, so that what, she, guilty so conscience? That, I thought you always so that, treated her like a goddess. Oh, yes, Smith. I do. I just need to continue it. Yeah. <laughs> it's ongoing. <laughs> But no, we all had a very romantic and lovely day. Yeah, so well, no, what did you actually guess her then? A your, Tiffany's ring. Like, and Tiffany's roses. Ring. Yeah. And my own Yeah, but your roses love. were after Valentine's Day. Yes, that meant I got a good deal on them. Yes, I did. <laughs> because I went to the local shop and you came, and I came back and you said, how much were the roses reduced by? And then popped out to buy them. Yeah, but mine had <laughs> pussy willow in. But even at reduced price, I bet those cost more than the ones you got your girlfriend at full price. Uh, but I got them as a spontaneous gesture of love. It wasn't spontaneous, <laughs> it's Valentine's Day. It's in the diary. So even my reduced flowers, and besides, the Tiffany's ring seals it, mate. That's let's, true, Let's yeah, not forget the true. reaction of your sister and your girlfriend yeah. when I brought that up around the deal. Minna, yeah. The minute oh, I brought that up yeah, around the deal. they were like, table. Liam's such so romantic, he's so lovely. It's like, yeah, what about the other 364 days of the year? <laughs> well, I do a lot of sleeping and a lot of boys in the basement. I can't fit a great deal else into well, those Well, I days. thought it was very generous, Mr. Palmer. Thank you. Well, well, I'm glad you had a good day. And I'm glad the ring fitted, <laughs> Mr. Swan. Yeah, yeah very kind. Yeah. <laughs> I love that bombshell. Unfortunately, I pawned it. <laughs> oh, no. At least we didn't weren't in a pawn with it. That would be even worse. Right, so on that bombshell, whilst Mr. North goes off and researches probably Valentine's tips on uh, online or something, uh, we're going to have another little trip down memory lane. We're going to go and listen to an old friend called Kirsty Folan. Kirsty Folan, very lovely, sort of associate of Tiffany Francis. Very much fond of her. Uh, we played her song Rubbish People way back on some show. Go and research it. Um, Mr. North is reaching for a Liverpool flag. That is irrelevant to Kirsty Folan. But we are going to play you Kirsty Folan and the train song. Enjoy. I'm thinking up stories of people on the train And when they look at me, I give them a name Not quite sure how that girl's walking down the aisle in stiletto She says sorry, she stumbles over the satchel Of a man who's let go of all his pretty building sketches To do something pretty reckless Simon, what have you done with your life? Paulie has her best friend in her ear And they're talking about Ian And their vodka drenched night out Old lady's starting to get annoyed With all of this boy's iPod noise It's a quiet so love please just turn it down I want to know more about These people on the train 
Kirsty Folan there with Train Song, and I'm sure you can find her on Facebook and Twitter and lots of other lovely things. Is that right? Yeah, you can. You find both yeah. things on Facebook these well, days. Exactly, that's what I thought. I, like, think, I think my outro earlier was better than that. And that's your problem. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the only thing's worse than incompetence is when you don't realise you're incompetent. Yeah, mine was understated. Yeah, I thought Mr. Swans was elegant, much and, like his cardigan. Very kind, thank you, Mr. Swans. Well, he is without cares. He's one of the most unburdened people I know. He's got perfect vision, perfect beard, he's got a brand new jumper. In fact, next to him, Mr. North, you actually look like a yob. In your football shirt, yeah, reeking of Stella. That's true, actually, isn't it? Yeah, it's not what it's you look like. Co- it's, it's more like, of a cultural It's, it's not what you look like, it's actually what's inside that counts. Yeah, and that's where <laughs> so you lose on worse. two counts. This <laughs> <laughs> is through and through. At least usually you look smart, so you can deceive people for, I don't know, half an hour, 45 minutes. Had a push. Because didn't, oh, right, didn't he say, actually, before the show, he said, oh, by the way, Kirsty Folan, it can be found on facebook.com slash Kirsty Folan Music. Before the show, Mr. North said to us, oh, I'm going on a course soon, I'm meeting new people, so I've got to prepare myself. Oh, yeah. What course did I mean? I haven't got a clue what you're talking about. You now. said you were going to be meeting new people from yes, work. Uh, no, it's not a course, I'm just meeting new people I work with. Yeah, and you said I have to prepare myself, because you knew that if you went in with your usual personality, you'd be out very quickly. So, I don't know, have you got any tips for him on sort of meeting new people? What, what could we say to him? What, for, for Mr North or for yeah. the people he's meeting? Like, for me and Mr Swan, I mean, what would we well, like to say to Mr I think North? You need to, maybe I think avoid. you need to be very careful about content of what you're talking about to people in conversations because <laughs> sometimes a lot of what you say can be misinterpreted as racist. <laughs> yes. I would and, say... And outwardly can't. offensive. It can't. It really can. Yeah, really. The last 35 episodes are proof of that. Enough. Um, yeah, it's 35 hours of content out there. Yeah. I would say at least for the first 45 minutes, don't mention anything to do with Germany. Yeah, def- definitely not. Don't bring in the word Nazi till about the second hour of the conversation. So start, start with something light and jazzy. And avoid religion at yes. all costs. Yes. Don't talk about children because it doesn't go well for you at all. No. Um, I would say try not to get too competitive with these people. That's, oh, that's never going to happen though, is it? I'd say keep it light. Talk about, uh, I don't know, Booper or diabetes or things that people care about or like Iran, Iran can we talk about Iran I think save that for the third hour maybe yeah. when you check there's a... no Iranian people there first perhaps. yeah because what is your views on Iran um, sanctions are good it's <laughs> <laughs> a great yeah. soundbite I don't think that's a good place to start so just keep it light and sanctions are good something you know really that won't offend people Football. and you'll be alright Iranian football's good. No, not Iranian Don't football. they get shot if they lose in Iran or something? That's Korea, isn't it? North yeah, Korea. Korea. North Korea. Oh, God. Yeah, don't, so don't bring up that. We well, can see worry, the pitfalls. They won't be able to listen to it. What here? is the safest at marshmallows? Talk about marshmallows. They're soft and squidgy. There's nothing offensive about a marshmallow. Can you imagine if like, our download figures in North Korea pick up next week? <laughs> they won't really, do for long. We'd be, <laughs> we'd be really worried. What? No, because that bloke's dead now, isn't he? What, Kim Jong-il? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah his, but Kim Jong-un, his yeah. son, has taken over. His fat little son's in charge now. Don't call him a Fat li- 
He's got like new, he's I mean? got nuclear weapons, Mr. North. We don't want to anger it. Take your fights, all right? I'll fight anyone up to and including with a knuckle duster. Once he gets to nuclear armaments, I'm out. In the words of the Dragon's Den, we do I'm have out. A, we do have a basement though. Oh yeah, we're safe. We do. We have a nuclear bunker. Down yeah, well, I mean, we're at least about three foot underground. That, that should keep yeah, that would be fine. <laughs> He'll never get us. Yeah, why has no one else thought of this? <laughs> Hang on, we can see off nuclear war just by hiding in a basement underground with Does a any, wooden door. In fact, said, I if, think if, if on, we you... said any sort of disclaimer now, would it make any difference? No, it's too late. <laughs> it's too late. They've already pressed Our the button. Our fate is sealed. <laughs> yeah. The press the button. It's basically which nationality can get us first. It's yeah. effectively it now. But I think what we what we've sort of gathered from this last few minutes is that really, Mister North should just say nothing. Mm, sit quietly in the corner and look constantly. Yeah, and they'll go and they'll 60, go, 40 north. And as long as you sw- as long as you sort of smartly dressed, they'll think, well, he's quite well turned yeah, out. He he's can't taking be a bad it in. Chap. He's ticking. And, and that's the best you can hope for, really, yeah, I think. I think so. Because I went on a course the other day at work and I got told I was inspirational. Who by? A woman. She actually wrote it down. I have written evidence for this. Was she recaptured was a f- very quickly? Is this a woman <laughs> who was a friend of mine? Uh, no, that was another one who also warms to me. But another course, I had people had to write nice things about me and they said I was inspirational, that I was knowledgeable, that I was fun, talented, vocal, you know, and I've actually kept that and stuck it to my wall. After it had a few days in the car, I kept showing it to passengers, just sort of, oh, look what I found under the seat. Oh, look what we've got here. Says I'm an inspiration. Would you believe? So that's our advice to you in conversation, Mr. North. Meeting new people, just don't meet new people. Stay here. And speaking about meeting new people. Yes. Haven't we been asked to go on to someone else's podcast? Yeah, we have. This is exciting. Yes. We're inspiring a new generation. Yes, we are obviously very well known. Well, he's not so much, but we're dragging him along with us. He's in our wake. Basically, Boys in the Basement is Petersfield's premier podcast. Without it's doubt. international listenership. It's award nominated. Um, it's loved all around the world. Possibly not in Korea. Uh, Germany's gone against us. And um, I think our Asian contingent are probably going to get fed up soon as well. But we are very popular in Wales. Well, Very we were probably until the start of this show. <laughs> so, effectively, our listenership is now... Um, uh, the Dutch. The Dutch love us. We the are, Dutch, the Belgians. So we, so they yeah, love everything. But joking aside, we are an international podcast, and we've got a lot of followers, a lot of fans, and obviously, with this comes a great responsibility. And there's people who've been inspired by what we're doing, and locally, some people have started to set up another podcast in Petersfield. Now, obviously, we've seen imitation podcasts happen before. Dan Norris. I will say, Dan Norris, where are you now? He tried to set up a version of Boys in the Basement in America. It didn't go well for him. We don't talk about it anymore. But we've got a podcast in Petersburg Bins called Stretching English. And they've extended an olive branch to us. They want to form a partnership, a dynasty, between the Bitbuck and Stretching English partnerships. And they have basically, to cut a long story short, why use 20 words when you can use 100? Because we need to fill a lot of, of empty yeah. space. We are... We've been invited on their show. That's very exciting. Yes. We're going to actually be interviewed, not doing the interviewing. I know. I'm quite excited about it, but how's it going to work? As it always does, you'll just talk an awful lot and we'll try and get the odd word in. Are we all going to go? Oh, yeah. I think we should. It depends when it is. Oh, hang on. Is this building up to you saying you don't want us to go? <laughs> no, I think it would be amazing, but do we? Re- what I'm saying is do we want ah, Mr. North okay, yeah, very, with us? Yeah, sorry. You very tactfully did Touching that. Touching on new, meeting new people... Well, maybe we go in for like the first hour. Yeah. Then once we've laid the groundwork and we've explained his problems and why he is the way he is, then we give him a call and he can come in. We could keep him in the hallway or something. But maybe that's what if it's going to be like that. I'm not coming. Yeah. Just... All right, half an hour. Because what I'm worried about is they won't have. Because obviously, when I come to edit the shows, I can obviously make Mr. North seem lovable and oh, cuddly. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I can take out the swearing. You make the me. Racism. You make me sound worse, actually. Like the people really? who know me, the people who actually get to know me, they when someone they hears, don't last long. When, <laughs> when someone hears that I'm on the podcast, they go, "Oh, it's you from the podcast." And within about ten minutes, they actually like me. No, they <laughs> don't. <laughs> it's only because we've laid the groundwork. The podcast, Mr. North, is like the 
groundwork for your life. Yeah. People hear that, then they meet and go, oh, it makes a blessing. Yeah. It's a bit like when you say, look, don't worry about little Timmy. I know he's going to start a fight, but he does have Asperger's. And that's a similar to when people meet you. <laughs> you know, it's like he's going to say some things, but he doesn't understand what he's saying. Yeah. So, but basically, what we're going to be doing is going on this podcast, and excitingly, they're going to be coming on our podcast. I wonder what they're going to want to ask us. Well, I think they'll just want to see how a pro podcast runs. If I tell you what, if the first question is, right, you're from Boys in the Basement, is it nice? <laughs> then we walk out straight away, because we're not that's, having any of that. That's total invitation. It is, yeah. Yeah, that, that interview technique I honed for years. <laughs> I went and lived in a monastery to learn skills like that. A monastery run by Parkinson, Wogan, and who else is a good interviewer these days? Paul O'Grady! Oh. They're all up there like the three wise men. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. <laughs> and they taught me all I need to know about interviewing, which is ask people, is it nice? And they will always think you're a warm and lovely person. Mm. But stretching English, I'd say go and check it out. I think people should go and listen to them a little bit because we think they need a leg up. You know, we needed a leg up and we didn't get it. But we now we're in a position of power... <laughs> We can help out. Have we got an address or something for them? Uh, Facebook.com slash Stretching English. Oh, very good. You just made that up. You don't even know if that's right. You can find anything on Facebook these days. Stretching English is a great podcast and, uh, yeah, very noble work. And we do actually probably look forward to going on there and having a little chat with those boys and seeing what it's like to be on the other side of the. I can't wait. Once again, he sounds really patronised. No, he doesn't, though. As if he's coming from the position of authority on this. Well, I I mean, we have built up quite a following. This didn't go global without me, did it? Let's face it, you know, this was a little dream I in mean, my head. Honestly, Mr North, ever since you left, this really has taken off. Yeah, but now I'm back, everyone's celebrating the fact I'm back. Who? 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 Who's celebrating? Name four people. I have met loads of people out recently who think that the whole podcast has stepped up a gear since I returned home. Funny that, I uh, we must have not been with you on these occasions. No, you weren't. No, well, <laughs> how I convenient. Out, I was out doing PR drives by myself. <laughs> you do a lot of things by yourself, don't you, Mr North? I do, I do. It's when he's at his best. Independent, li- <laughs> independent lifestyle I lead. <laughs> Yeah. I don't actually it would drive me nuts to spend any more time with you two uh, now actually right. I understand you saying that to me but I thought you and Mr Swan would be a close allegiance yeah, yeah, but but earlier he uh, said oh okay. spending Valentine's Day helping my best friend out well that's obviously that's changed isn't it yeah, yeah but also you are so fickle, also, also the other day I was telling you that Mr Swan and I were going to have dinner together and Liam muscled in on it I didn't muscle, yeah. I was yes, invited. It, no, you said, am I not invited? And I said, oh, you can come if you like. And That's an invite. <laughs> That's not muscling my way in. I just said, am I not invited? You could have gone no. As I said, you would do, you normally. And you invite. I mean, had, actually, we had a nice evening, didn't we? It was very enjoyable. We evening, had a man evening. I only set the smoke alarm off how many times? Oh, God, Six. that was annoying. That was so funny. <laughs> we were just trying to relax and eat, like, yeah, because I, no, cream I, eggs. I, I did make a nice meal, and then we had crumpets. Oh, no, God. Hot, no, it wasn't crumpets. Hot well, it was hard to tell what they were. Yeah. Bloody carcinogens living in that you can we, only sort of identify them yeah. by their dental records, basically. And then, and then yeah. we had hot cross buns, but in a, a hot cross bun and a toaster, as all uh, culinary chefs will know, <laughs> are very difficult to not burn when your smoke alarm is in the same room as your kitchen. No, it's not just that. It's your smoke alarm is unbelievably sensitive. It is. You literally can cook toast, like, as soon actually, as it turns from bread to toast, it burns. And also, let's not let's not take over that. You did actually burn them. That's yeah, why. they were proper burned. <laughs> they were really fair. Yeah, I they did. were expensive I burnt, luxury Heston I burnt, uh, hot cross buns. I burnt all three batches, actually. and I wouldn't have known what I was eating <laughs> no, if I hadn't no. been. No, but we but... did get treated to Mr. North's usual uh, response to the fire alarm. Yes, of off, course. Which is for him to rush with a tea towel in his hand, stand on tippy toes underneath it, and, <laughs> whir- and whirl it round his head like he's trying to take off like a helicopter. That is standard. I did see You're a like... similar thing at Monkey World, <laughs> where a monkey put a blanket on its head and ran into the wall repeatedly, and then another <laughs> monkey punched it. 
And I thought, wow, this is just like a home from home. It's nice. Mr. North is now doing the Hey Macarena or something. And I think what that means is he wants some more music. He's a simple thing. He doesn't like all this chat. He like, he's like having a book. He likes the pictures more than the words. And in this podcast, the songs are like the pictures. So that's what he likes. He can have a little dance and sort of interfere with himself. So what we're going to play, the final song of the show, uh, is a little lad called Luke Prosser. Now, he's not from our past, but he's just someone from the future. And we like him. I keep forgetting to play his songs. So your time has come, Luke. We've been to him live a few times. He's a lovely little lad. He's about 10 years old, I think. He's very small, very talented singer-songwriter. And when we come back, we're going to have the news and then finish the show and leave you in peace for another, I don't know, probably 10 weeks while we edit this show. (laughs) So uh, enjoy this. It's called Losing Control. Well, they say don't play with fire Cos you don't know how you'll scream And they say Wake up and this would be a dream But I say I'm trying to let go But I'm losing control of my feelings I'll be in and I'm out And I'll mess you about And I'm gone Cause I'll never be part of the crowd Well, they say that boy, he's a reject Always standing on the edge of the crowd Now they turn back to me now They say stand up, speak out, listen, make yourself feel proud But I say I'm trying to let go But I'm losing control of my feelings I'll be in and I'm out And I'll mess you about And I'm gone Cause I'll never be part of the crowd That you love, that you hate Well, you don't appreciate What you got when it's gone You have to carry on And I know that I'm slowly losing you Oh Well, they say don't play with fire Cause you don't know how you'll scream And they say don't fall asleep, boy Cause you could wake up and this would all be a dream I say I'm trying to let go But I'm losing control of my feelings I'll be in and I'm out And I'll mess you about And I'm gone Cause I'll never be part of the crowd That you love, that you hate Well, you don't appreciate what you got When it's gone, you have to carry on And I know that I'm slowly losing you
Losing control there from Luke Prosser. And if you want to find out more about him, he's on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash Luke J Prosser. Just type it in, you'll find it. The link's on our website. Everything's on our website. The link's from this show, the link's from past shows, and the link's to pictures of our faces. It's a great website. You should definitely check it out. Boysinthebasementpodcast.com. If you want to interact with us on a regular basis, do make sure that you follow us on Twitter. We've now hit 101 followers on Twitter. And so it's a very, it's a touching tribute to the Dalmatians. We want to make 102 a touching tribute to the sequel. And if we really can, we want to get to 103, and I don't know what that means, but you know, just follow us on Twitter is what I'm trying to say and that's uh, Bitbuck Podcast and uh, we're also on facebook.com slash boys in the basement UK right a little bit of plugging over and I'm only squeezing it now so it's almost the end of the show but before we go we do have something we need to do something very important something very special something Mr North is very fond of <coughs> you ready for it Mr North I'm ready for it I'm all geared up ready okay. for it what have we got today Mr North the news <laughs> This is the news. 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 It's the news. Yes, it's that time of the show again, where we have a browse through media. We pick the top headlines of the day and totally ignore them. And then we look right down the list of news that very few people care about. But hopefully it's the sort of news you can never laugh at about actually offending anyone, which for us is a new thing we're trying out. Very so unlikely. what I've done is I've gone and picked my usual four headlines. Well, not the usual ones, they're different ones than normal, but the usual number of headlines. And I will read out the headlines and my colleagues, cohorts, and dare I say it, friends, will pick from these what one they'd like to hear a bit more of. Are we ready, boys? Yes. yes. Today's four headlines are... Number one. Man balances 23 benches on his teeth. Second headline. Teen learns parents are swingers on TV. Next headline. Teacher quits school to be a rapper. And our final headline of the day is pregnant woman eats local newspaper. So which of those would you most like to hear about? Mr. Dwarf is stretching his arm. Because of the kind of news stories I look up on the internet, I know about the second one, about the swingers. (laughs) Okay, so we won't have that one. No, no, it's very good, though. It is probably the best one. No, if you know about it, it's not fun. Uh, What about the benches? The benches benches one sounds horrendous. I'd like to know how big these benches are. I'd want to know some more details. So, yeah, let's have that one. (laughs) It's in China. Yes! It's a very short story, though, is it what I will matter. say. It is. It's, basi- it's basically a <laughs> caption. Five lines. It's basically a caption under but the But it's photo. got some good words now that I think Mr. Swan will enjoy reading. Oh, no. God, that is quite an impressive picture, though. Can we try and get this picture on the website? Well, why don't you describe it in words? Words paint a thousand pictures. But Okay, well, it literally is a man with his head tilted back with 23 benches balanced on his teeth. Really? What sort of benches? They're, well, they look, they look like sort of woodworking, carpenter's benches. And that's basically the news story. That is basically the news. Okay, well, I should read it probably. Listeners, if you saw the picture, we don't need to bother with the next ten minutes. (laughs) Right, here we go. This is for Ollie Barlow. Uh, Man balances 23 benches on his teeth. A Chinese man set a new world record when he balanced 23 wooden benches on his teeth. Lee Hongsao, 30, performed the stunt in front of amazed choppers in Chongqing city centre. He managed to balance all 23 benches in the air for 11 seconds. The previous record was 14 benches. The one-metre-long benches weighed a total of nearly 70 kilograms. Oh. The, the Chinese-based Genesee World Record Office issued a certificate to Lee at the scene. And that is the story. Though. So basically, the story is the headline. Yeah, but it is <laughs> and we still an impressive feat. New. We learned nothing new. 70 kilos for how many benches? 23. That's not that big of benches, are they? 
They're not like well, they're not huge. Don't nitpick. Him, you could not do that. 23 benches on your teeth. No. At least when they went to sign it. the certificate, you got anything to lean on. Yeah, yeah. you go pick 23 <laughs> of the things. Yeah, but each bench is only worth two, is only weighing oh, two here we kilos. Go. It's not about the weight, it's about it's like the balance. Carol it. It's there an awkward shape. It's like that weight in like a ball would exactly. be quite easy. Liam, all it's I'm the saying is benches. I'm not impressed. Well, could you beat it? I would beat another record very similar to that. Right, this is this right, is a challenge. Okay. What record would you beat similar to that? I could balance forty kilos or something on my teeth. On your teeth, <laughs> okay, forty right. kilos. What this will be our kilos? next video for next video feature. <laughs> what weighs forty kilos? You could balance on his teeth. Vicky well, Harvey. Vicky Harvey. Yeah, could you balance Vicky <laughs> Harvey, Harvey on your teeth? Vicky Harvey, local <laughs> hero. That would be brilliant. That's what we're going to do in our next show, is get you to balance Vicky Harvey on your teeth. <laughs> wow. And he, he How much is this 40 kilos? How much is a normal human? Well, uh, I don't know. A lot more than that, I think. I don't know. How many kilos in a stone? Well, oh. there's 454. <laughs> there's half. It's basically half a kilo in a pound, isn't it? We will be bringing you this soon. Yes. We'll, we'll do the math off air. But or, is it, just, or is it the way round? We'll show you our working out. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, it might be the way round. Oh, know. God. Well, this right. is riveting, isn't it? <laughs> but no, what a show it has been. Until we got a bit waylaid in maths and Pythagoras and working out pi and all those sort of things. It was a heck of a show. Then when we let Mr North speak too much and think too much, that's when it got dangerous. But it has been a pleasure for me to spend the last hour with my colleagues and... Uh, I think we've had quite an enjoyable show, have we, boys? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. definitely. And colleagues? Been... Well, we're not your colleagues, we're your friends. You have to remember that. Oh, you admit it now. You admit that <laughs> I'm your friend. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes. It's been a lovely weekend. I think we should end on that note. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a lot of great success in Welsh sport. Absolutely, no, no, yeah. they, didn't, they didn't win the football. You have to remember this. I think they, they won, won the moral admiration. victory. I think they won the moral victory. Whatever. <laughs> Well, thank you very much for listening, everyone. Uh, we have really enjoyed having you listen. Thank you very much for doing so. If you do want to find out more about us, you can find us at www.boysinthebasementpodcast.com. It's a great website, and we are going to update it one day. We keep promising it, but one day it will happen. Next show, we've got a very special guest coming in. His name is James Batchelor, and he works in the world of cars. And he works for a magazine, and he's a very, very talented, interesting, and intelligent journalist. We better properly watch out, because he's an intelligent man. Oh, I reckon we can take him. <laughs> right, that's not a threat, James. Still come on the show. Um, but And we're looking forward to talking to him. He's been travelling around the world, driving like fancy cars and writing about them. It's a good life. We could aspire to that. We could definitely aspire to that. This week, I'm going to be hiring myself a vintage car for the day, and I very much look forward to sharing some video clips with you of, of that experience. What, a, what's this for? Uh, just for a little treat for myself, I'm hiring a 6-litre AC Cobra and driving it around for the day. It's a 1974, you, I believe. Very weren't nice. You, weren't you also given a track day for your... I've got Christmas. a track day. I should be cashing that in in the summer. Okay. No, I'm probably very driving nice. like a Ferrari or an Aston Martin or an Aerial Atom. I haven't decided yet. I might as well just pick them all. It's going to be good. But I'll let you know all about my day in the AC Cobra. I might even take Mr. Swan or Mr. North for a spin. Fantastic. But it's a might. Oh. Only, only one of you can. Only one of you will be able to win. It's yeah, only because a the other day, the well, other Mr. North's well, not here said, all week. So. The, the other day, you said that between us, we we should buy a two-seater sports car, which would be good. But there is only two seats in it, and there's three of us at the moment. There's three. Was one, someone had to like do the outside <laughs> filming. Yeah, I, you just let me buy it and then drive off me. in it, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we look forward to sharing next week's show with you. Um, if you've got anything to let us know, email us. It's Liam at PoisonTheBasementPodcast.com. We love hearing from you if you're a new band, a poet, uh, an artist, a painter, a writer, and anything. We want to hear from you because, by gum, we've got a soap with your name all over it. So, on that bombshell, and we have a forlorn and slightly sad goodbye, but a happy look towards the future, I would like to say that we have been the boys, this has been The Basement, you have been the listener. Goodbye! goodbye.